Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton, and I'm very excited that you are checking out this episode that I think is going to be a fantastic blend of some science and some real practical tips for you to make food choices that are going to accelerate your fat loss. And the way that they do this is by improving your hormonal balance. And the foods, or really the ingredients, that we are going to be talking about today help with insulin specifically. Now let's do a quick two-minute insulin primer. I've talked a lot about insulin on the show before, but I think it is very important when it comes to fat loss that we understand why balancing our insulin response and really improving our responsiveness to insulin is so important for fat loss. So first of all, insulin is a hormone. And fat loss is all about your hormones. Insulin's job is to usher nutrients, whether it's sugar or proteins or you name it, from your blood during the uh, metabolic process into your cells where they are needed for fuel. Okay, insulin is going to be most responsive to sugar in the blood because sugar cannot just linger in your blood. It can't stay there and hang out forever because it comes very toxic. So insulin's job is it is this usher. It responds to nutrients in the blood and it ushers it out of the blood and into the cells. Insulin is not the bad guy. Insulin's job is critical and we have to really respect its role and help our body be super responsive because if we do not have insulin or our body doesn't respond to insulin, we die. We die because our cells starve. They can't get the nutrients they need because they don't just go from some food into our mouth, into our cells. They travel through the blood, and to be delivered to the cells, they need insulin. So insulin is absolutely critical. But if we do not control our body's insulin response, if we do not work towards improving our responsiveness overall to insulin, we will have low energy because we're not efficiently delivering fuel to our cells and we'll struggle with fat loss because our insulin is going to stay elevated for longer and that tells the body that we are in storage mode. And guess what you can't be doing when you're in storage mode? You can't be burning fat, right? Because that's not a storage process. And when we're not responsive to insulin, we don't recover as quickly. Our immune system suffers because our muscles, our cells are not getting all the raw materials that they need for everything from recovering from a workout to fighting off an illness. 
So overall, we want to be more responsive to insulin. There are certainly exceptions to that, but we're gonna stick to the factors that are true for 99% of us and not be nitpicky. And there are specific foods and specific ingredients that can increase our sensitivity to insulin, and that is a good thing. When we are more responsive to insulin, the body produces less insulin and it takes a shorter amount of time to clear sugar from the blood or nutrients from the blood. Our insulin can do its job more quickly. And the great thing about that is that facilitates fat loss because when insulin is out doing its job, it sends the signal to the body, hey, there is a fuel excess we are now in storage mode. And when you're in storage mode, you are not in fat burning mode. So when we overall increase our sensitivity to insulin, it can do its job faster and it requires less insulin to do the job in general. And that means less time out of fat burning mode. When we are not responsive to insulin overall, the body stays in storage mode for longer and fuel is not efficiently and quickly being delivered to our cells. So it's not just we struggle with fat loss, we struggle with energy, we, heal, we struggle with healing and repair and recovery. So I don't want anybody to think of insulin as the bad guy. It's absolutely critical for building muscle, for repair, for recovery, for immunity, for energy, for fat loss. But it is a little bit of a double-edged sword. When it's working for you, it's delivering nutrients to your body. That's a good thing. We need that. It's critical. Without it, we're dead. But if we create a resistance to insulin because we're constantly elevating our blood sugar, then you keep your body in storage mode all the time and you're out of fat burning mode and you're experiencing more hunger and more cravings. And that's not going to work. That's not going to work. So we don't want to prevent the release of insulin. Again, we need insulin. We, what we want to do is improve our sensitivity, our response time, and our body's efficiency in responding to insulin, because insulin does a lot of good things. But if we don't respond well, we can't burn fat well. So what we're going to be talking about today is some foods and some ingredients that are either What's sometimes called glucose disposal agents or GDAs, they're going to basically facilitate the metabolism of sugar, or insulin mimetics, things that sort of mimic the action of insulin in the body or amplify our body's response to insulin. All of these things are going to really support our insulin sensitivity, and we need that for energy. We need that for fat loss. So we're going to be talking about those things. Now, I know you guys love these kinds of really practical strategies because they're things that you can do today, ingredients or foods you can add to make a difference. And I've actually taken this a step further and have a really special giveaway for you guys that's totally free. So I have this guide, and it is the 2015, a year-long review of fat loss best practices. And normally this guide is about $100. It's normally $97. But from now, which this episode is going to air on December the 3rd, from now until January 1st, 2016, it's free. It's totally free. So this is a 28-page guide of fat loss best practices, strategies that you can put into place 
fitness, nutrition, and mindset strategies, and it is totally free from now until the end of the year. So you can go to primalpotential.com and you can download it there. Or if you're in the U.S. and you like to text, you can text 2015GUIDE, that's one word, 2015, 2015 like the year, 2015GUIDE to the number 44222. And again, guys, this is totally free. So you can get it on primalpotential.com or you can text 2015 guide to 44222. You can buy it for $97 if you want to. It's still it's still available for sale or you can get it totally free, no strings attached. All it requires is your first name and your email address by texting 2015 guide to 44222 for this 28 page blueprint basically of all of the best practices for fat loss including fitness, nutrition and mindset. Now, I also want to give a little bit of um, like a medical disclaimer. If you are a diabetic, if you know that you struggle with hypoglycemia or blood sugar that's too low, I really don't want you to start incorporating some of these GDAs, these glucose disposal, disposal agents, or these foods that can act like insulin and facilitate your body's response to insulin without checking with your doctor. Because if you're on insulin, then you don't want to really mess around with that without having the help and guidance of your doctor. Or if you're hypoglycemic, you don't want to add things that are going to improve your glucose responsiveness and then struggle even more with hypoglycemia. So obviously, if you have any medical condition, I am not a medical doctor and you should work with your doctor. I've also linked on the show notes page at primalpotential.com to a number of clinical studies that support a lot of the things I'm going to be talking about today if you're a science geek like me and you want to know some more of the facts. So the first one that I want to talk about that is going to help you burn fat by improving your responsiveness to insulin is cinnamon. Cinnamon has been proven repeatedly in human studies and animal studies to improve your responsiveness to insulin. That is what we want. We want our body to be highly responsive overall to insulin. Cinnamon has been shown repeatedly to improve fasting blood sugar, to improve cholesterol, and to improve uh, to improve it in just average people as well as in people with type 2 diabetes. And cinnamon has been shown, this is a one that's real personal to me and I've been using cinnamon for a long time, it really helps with insulin sensitivity and glucose tolerance in people with polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS. Now you can take a cinnamon supplement, but as you guys know, I'm a huge fan of getting these things from whole foods whenever possible, which then is like, well, what am I going to do, swallow a teaspoon of cinnamon? I don't recommend that. You would be coughing for a month, so definitely try not to do that. But here's how I incorporate cinnamon on a daily basis. Now, remember, this is about improving your insulin responsiveness, so I incorporate cinnamon whenever I have my carbohydrates. So if I'm doing a carb after my workout or a carb in the evening, it's usually, for me, based on my preferences and my body, it's usually an apple or a sweet potato. I put cinnamon on both. So I'll cut up the apple and I'll eat it raw with cinnamon or I'll dice it and I'll bake it with some cinnamon and maybe some pecans. Uh, but either way, when I do my apples, I always add cinnamon. And if I do a sweet potato, unless it's like 
when I do my egg and bacon baked in a sweet potato, I don't put cinnamon on that. But if I'm just doing a baked sweet potato or a mashed sweet potato, I absolutely do add cinnamon. Now, this is not flashback to your childhood, a cinnamon sugar combo. I don't know if anybody else did this, but we used to take toast and put butter on the hot toast and then uh, sprinkle it with a mix of cinnamon and sugar. First of all, it was absolutely incredible and totally amazing, but this is not the goal. We're not talking about a cinnamon sugar combo. We are just talking about cinnamon. You can also put cinnamon in your bulletproof coffee or regular coffee or tea, but I try and incorporate cinnamon every single day. The second one, and this is an ingredient that is going to help you burn fat by improving your responsiveness to insulin, is chromium. Chromium is a trace mineral, and I'm not necessarily talking about supplementation. I'm going to talk about how you can get chromium from food, but chromium, generally our intake is very low. Many of us are just naturally deficient, and you'll see why when I tell you the kinds of things that chromium is found in. Many of us are deficient in chromium, and it re chromium is something that really helps to reduce cravings because it is going to significantly improve our responsiveness to insulin because it essentially compounds the action of insulin. It augments the effects of insulin, so it just makes it more powerful. Whatever insulin is being secreted is going to be more effective and efficient with adequate chromium in your body. Does that make sense, guys? So when we consume adequate amounts of chromium, it's going to make the insulin more powerful and more effective. So that's why we want the chromium. When we have enough chromium, we often see lower fasting blood sugar levels as well as fewer cravings. And when we see chromium deficiency, we often see basically the same symptoms with chromium deficiency as we see with metabolic syndrome. So these really do go hand in hand. Chromium has a significant impact on fat loss and on insulin responsiveness. Now, foods that naturally contain chromium are going to be beans, broccoli, nuts, egg yolks, right? But here's the other thing you need to keep in mind when it comes to chromium. There are many foods that actually accelerate your excretion or your elimination of chromium, and so we want to make sure we're staying away from those. Because if you're getting adequate chromium, but you are excreting too much of it, you're not leaving it in your body to be used as needed, foods that are going to accelerate your excretion of chromium are things like simple sugars fructose. So we really want to limit processed foods. Remember, when I say fructose, I'm not necessarily talking about fruit. The biggest offender with fructose is processed foods because almost every processed food, whether it's a salad dressing or it's a snack cake or it's a cookie, is going to have high fructose corn syrup. And simple sugars and fructose are going to accelerate our excretion of chromium, and we really don't want that. The next one that is going to help you burn fat is omega-3 fish oils. And here's why. These healthy fats make our cell membranes healthier. So let's just break this down and speak really plainly. For insulin to be responded to quickly and efficiently in your body, it has to signal your cells. Insulin has to show up outside the cell and say, hey, I've got fuel here. Will you let it in? 
The problem is when we are not sensitive to insulin, when we are any degree of insulin resistance, it basically can't communicate very well with the cell. And so the cell doesn't respond quickly or at all to let those nutrients in. Now, Part of allowing our cells to respond to insulin is the health of the cell membrane. And the cell membrane is made up primarily of fats. So if we consume high quality fats like omega-3s, our cells are healthier and our cell membranes are more responsive. Well, when our cell membranes are more responsive, that means insulin is going to do its job more effectively because the cell is healthier and more responsive because the membrane is made up of healthy components and not junk components. Now, the reverse is very true. When we eat a lot of processed fats, trans fats, those get incorporated into the cell membranes and the cells just don't function as efficiently. They don't respond as efficiently to insulin or anything else. It's just like if you put junk parts in your car, your car is not going to be as effective as if you put new quality tested parts in your car. It's the same thing with our cells. Quality fats in, these make up the cell membrane, and your cell membrane determines how responsive you are to insulin. So when we talk about how to consume omega-3s, salmon is a great way to get it. Grass-fed beef is a great way to do it. You also can go with supplements, but what we want to look at is not so much the total omega-3 count, but we want to look at EPA and DHA. Those are specific omega-3s that have the highest health-promoting benefits when compared to other omega-3 fatty acids. They're the powerhouses, and you want to make sure you're getting at least a couple of grams of EPA and DHA, not just a couple of grams of fish oil or a couple of grams of omega-3s. There is a difference. We want to make sure that the EPA and DHA is at least a couple of grams. So the next one we're going to talk about is an ingredient, and this is going to help you to burn fat, and that is selenium. Selenium has a lot of insulin-like actions. It basically helps to support glucose uptake from your cells. So we know that insulin's job is to usher the sugar out of the blood and let it into the cells, and selenium is basically going to support that process. It's going to improve your cell's responsiveness to letting the sugar into the cells so that it can get out of the bloodstream and so that insulin can say, okay, job's done sooner. We want insulin to be able to act fast, and anything that is going to facilitate glucose uptake is going to help insulin be more effective and more efficient, okay? So we want to make sure that we're getting enough selenium. It is going to be involved in that insulin signaling with the cell. Foods that are rich in selenium are going to be Brazil nuts, liver, oysters, tuna fish, chicken, turkey, and mushrooms. So there's some, some things that a lot of people don't like, like liver and oysters, but then there's a lot of things that people do like, tuna, chicken, turkey, mushrooms, Brazil nuts. Um, Brazil nuts are really filling too. Like some of those things are like the size of my palm of my hand. They're huge. All right, the next one that I want to talk about, and this is another ingredient that can help you with fat loss, and that is glutamine. Glutamine is an amino acid, and as I've explained many times on this show before, not to be redundant, amino acids are the building blocks of proteins, and glutamine specifically, it's one amino acid, 
it is going to help to stabilize your blood sugar. And it does this actually in a way that we haven't talked about before. It has an opposite effect and not opposite in terms of um, not helping you be responsive to insulin, but it actually acts when when blood sugar is low as opposed to the other things we've been talking about, which is more when blood sugar is high. So when your blood sugar is low, glutamine helps to suppress insulin so that your blood sugar doesn't drop further. And glutamine is going to help trigger your body to break down stored glycogen. Now, glycogen is the storage form of glucose or the storage form of sugar. And you really want this because when you break down your muscle glycogen, you're sparing your muscle tissue. Now, one of the things I've talked about in a number of recent episodes is how when you are in a state of moderate caloric deficit, most people that think that that means you'll burn fat. It doesn't. You could burn fat, but you could also burn muscle. And you don't want to burn muscle because that is going to not only negatively affect your body composition, but it's going to slow down your metabolic rate. Well, glutamine spares your muscle tissue, which means basically that glutamine is going to help make sure your body doesn't break down your muscle tissue and instead goes for the glycogen, the storage form of sugar in your muscles, to bring up your blood sugar levels when they get low. So this is a real important part of the equation. What happens when there isn't enough sugar in the blood, right? We don't want to create a situation where the body has to break down protein at all. We absolutely do not want that. Now, your body can generate glutamine, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it will. So you can get glutamine uh, from muscle meats. So animal meat, I'm not saying like, you know, chew your left arm, but beef, chicken, fish, right? The only challenge is amino acids are very sensitive. And sometimes when they are cooked, they get denatured or basically ineffective. They can't do their job anymore. They're still there, but they've been kind of deactivated. And so we won't necessarily get a ton of glutamine if we are just eating animal products because sometimes we can destroy that amino acid. But um, parsley and spinach are also good sources of glutamine. Or, of course, you can supplement with glutamine as well. The next one I want to talk about is another mineral, and that is zinc. Zinc deficiency is very strongly related to insulin resistance, and we do not want to be overall resistant to insulin because that is going to impair fuel delivery throughout the body, and it's going to impair or prevent fat loss. So we see over and over again when we look at overweight and obese individuals that they are very often zinc deficient, okay? And when we see zinc deficiency, it's not just, oh, there's zinc deficiency and there's a weight issue. We also see issues with glucose intolerance and insulin resistance and diabetes and heart disease. So we want to make sure we're getting enough zinc so that we can improve our insulin sensitivity, so that we can reduce any symptoms of metabolic syndrome. And it is also, when we have enough zinc, it's going to have a very positive impact on our cholesterol and our triglycerides. Foods that are rich in zinc include seafood, beef, lamb, spinach, pumpkin seeds, cashews, and cocoa. 
Um, all right, the next one I want to talk about, I think we have two left, is vitamin D3. Now, I'll be really honest. Vitamin D3 has been the subject of a ton of research in the last, say, 10 years, and it's not very well understood. Here's what we do know. We call it vitamin D3, and it is. It is a fat-soluble vitamin, but it's also a hormone. D3 is the metabolically active form of this fat-soluble vitamin, but again, it's a hormone. So anytime we're talking about something that is a hormone, it's very likely going to have an impact on fat loss. And we don't really know the true mechanism for sure of why vitamin D helps improve our insulin responsiveness, but it does. As little as 4,000 IUs, IU stands for international unit, is going to improve insulin responsiveness, and that has been shown repeatedly in both human and animal studies, right? There are also a, a lot of studies that associate higher vitamin D levels with lower levels of insulin resistance. So when we're getting enough, we're responsive to insulin, and when we're not getting enough, we're resistant to insulin. And there are a bazillion other benefits to vitamin D when it relates to not just like immunity and bone health and heart health, but also specifically to fat loss and weight loss. So foods that are rich in vitamin D are going to be fatty fish like tuna, mackerel, and salmon. There are some fortified dairy products, but be really careful of dairy products because many of them have added sugar and that kind of defeats the purpose. Beef liver is a good source of vitamin D, as well as cheese and egg yolks. The last one I want to talk about is alpha-lipoic acid. Now, most people tend to supplement with this, right? It's an antioxidant. It's an antioxidant that happens to be made by your body, and it's actually found in every single cell. Now, here's why it helps with fat loss. It is going to help your body use glucose for fuel, and that's exactly what we want. We want to be able to dispose of this sugar that we consume very quickly and efficiently because if we don't, what happens? It gets stored. So alpha-lipoic acid is going to facilitate your cell's ability to take that sugar or glucose and turn it into energy. It is supporting glucose metabolism. This is really important because if we do not use it well or use it completely, it gets stored. We don't want that. And the benefits of alpha-lipoic acid can be seen in just a couple of weeks, very, very short time frame for results. Now, if you're healthy, your body is going to make plenty of alpha-lipoic acid, right? Now, most of us are marginally healthy or certainly could be more healthy. So if you want to get alpha-lipoic acid from food without supplementing, it's found in red meat and organ meats like liver, as well as yeast. And you might have seen brewer's yeast in health food stores or whole foods or things like that. It is a great source of alpha-lipoic acid. Now, those are the foods and ingredients I wanted to talk about, but I would really be remiss to not be very straightforward about the fact that you can also significantly improve your responsiveness to insulin by weight training or putting on muscle mass. And the reason for that is you have in your muscle tissue something called glucose transporters, specifically GLUT4s. Glucose transporter 4 is basically the doorway in your muscle tissue for the glucose. And you need to 
have a, you want to have a lot of doorways, a high number of doorways or glute fours, and you want them to be very responsive. You don't want insulin to have to bang, 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 bang on the door before the doorway opens. You want it to swing wide open at the softest whisper that insulin is coming, right? So when we put on muscle mass, we can do two things. We can increase the number of glucose transporters, the number of doorways, and we can also improve the sensitivity or the responsiveness of the ones that we have. So this is not a food, this is not an ingredient, but I would be an idiot not to mention that that is one way we can significantly improve our responsiveness to insulin. Now, before I share what I ate yesterday, I also want to reiterate that between now and January 1st, you can get for free this 28-page Fat Loss Best Practices Guide by testing, uh, testing, texting the word 2015 guide, 2015 guide, one word, to the number 44222, or you can do that over on the show notes page at primalpotential.com, but this is normally a $97 best practices guide that until the end of the year is totally free, just text 2015 guide to 44222 or head over to the show notes page and you can get it there. All right, what I ate yesterday, I had black coffee, plain old black coffee in the morning, and then I had an apple with cinnamon, go figure. Very appropriate. Um, A couple hours later, I had bacon, eggs, and Brussels sprouts. And then dinner was before my big webinar. It was a little bit crazy. I had a lettuce wrap with, uh, inside the lettuce wrap, it was from a place called Witch Witch. It was turkey, avocado, bacon, bell peppers, and tomato. And that is what I had. And I sipped on tea all night long. I'm big into a lot of the holiday teas out there right now. And um, I do add cinnamon to my tea oftentimes uh, just to help with my body's responsiveness to insulin because can't ever have enough benefit there. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you will take advantage of that free Uh, Best Practices for Fat Loss Guide by texting 2015 GUIDE to 44222 or by going over to primalpotential.com. And we will see you next time. Have a great one.